Daddy D. If it ain't going down at the Bunny Ranch, it ain't going down at all. It's going down, going down at the Bunny Ranch. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Bunny Ranch Podcast. My name is Alice Little, and I am a legal sex worker at the world-famous Moonlight Bunny Ranch located in Carson City, Nevada. Today, we have an extra, extra special guest who's not one of our ladies. Instead, this week, I have the phenomenal, amazing, incredible James Extreme. Hey, everyone. Yep, uh, that's me. I mean, I, I maybe not incredible, phenomenal. Well, I'll Shut take, up, uh, you're amazing. Okay. Just take, I'll, it. I'll take, take the, it. Take the compliments. I guess I'll take James it. James is our media magician. Anything that you see happening online, He's probably the guy behind the scenes, the man behind the mask, who's making it all happen, including these podcast episodes. Yeah, actually. That's, uh, Literally. Yeah, the podcast, I mean, everything you see, the sets behind, all designed, depending on what it's looking at. I mean, the way the microphones are wired, everything. And even, technically, the shirts you're even wearing. I designed that. Yes! This one. For those um, who for are the listening. New merch, yes. So. For those that are listening, we are on YouTube as well, so you can actually view what's going on behind the scenes, including checking out the super cool bright red Bunny Ranch lifeguard shirt I'm rocking, as well as the Humping Bunny outline shirt that's a part of the new Fashion by Bunny Ranch collection designed by James. Yeah. So, um, like, how did you end up... Here, where did you come from? What is your background? Like, I'm sure that those listening have so many questions for you about what it must be like to be you. Yeah, I mean, uh, really, realistically, how I came to terms with this is, or how I fell into this, essentially, um, Dennis's old assistant was kind of an acquaintance of mine, and he needed a ride to the airport. And he kept telling me, he's like, we got to go to lunch. We got to go to lunch here. And I'm like, I was working um, at one of the resorts in Reno and uh, surveillance. Mm. So I worked midnight to 8 a.m. Um, really tired. I'd woken up. I only had 30 minutes of sleep, came oh down God. to pick him up. Um, and he kept telling me, lunch here, lunch here. And I'm like, I don't, I'm tired. I want to go to bed. I'm like, I'm going to get you to the airport. I'm going to sleep. And I lived in Reno. Mm-hmm. So, and I drove all the way to Carson to pick up this person. Oh, so yeah. we walk in there and Dennis is sitting there. And I'm like, okay, I don't, I've, I know who you are. And he introduced, we just sat there and talked and talked. And I had no idea Dennis was even like, I call it interrogation, but I mean, Dennis was just casually talking and going, oh, no, hey, he, you Dennis, know. Dennis was casing you out, my yeah. dude. He was like, so tell me about your history and background and your previous work employment because I might be stealing you. Yeah. And literally towards the, actually at the exact end of it, he stands up and goes, I don't know what you're going to do. But you're gonna work for me, so HR will call you right after Thanksgiving. You'll be good. And I was like, "Oh, okay." All I, right. I was like, "Okay, whatever." You know, and drive, drop my friend off the airport. Um, right after Thanksgiving, our HR manager Serena called me and she goes, "Hey, you know, you met with Dennis at a restaurant. He said that you're gonna be a great fit for a team. So I need you to come fill out some paperwork and <laughs> come on in." And I'm like, "What?" Because <laughs> okay. at this point, I forgot. I, I like, it was like, it was. I thought I was still sleeping at that point, I guess. Oh, my God. That's um, hysterical. I, I had not heard yeah. this story before. That is everything. <laughs> yeah. And then I, I had to do another meeting with Dennis. Like, first first actual meeting with him. Like, I walked in. 
to his house, which he has one. He had a house office behind Bunny Ranch mm-hmm. um, before we made a move to a real house that he owned still. Uh, but he sat there and he's in these like old like 1970s like shorts that are like super large <laughs> totally and this like style. shirt that's like stretched out because he's just sitting there and he's like come on in all right let's figure out what you're gonna do for us and at this point i've already worked for the company a couple days mm-hmm. he's just talking he's like okay well you're gonna do something with media and photos and it something in it too and i'm like oh okay and that's how he introduced me to people you're gonna be in the it field you're gonna do this okay and then no idea what we were doing. And then a week goes by. I already have an office. We're cleaning it out, like getting all reorganized. And then we decide we're going to do the videos. Like uh, a lot of your actual parlor video or they're called parlor videos here. Um, but you see them as like lineup videos online. Mm-hmm. Bunnyranch.com slash live stream. Yes. Oh, sorry. Livestream.com slash bunny ranch. My bad. You can go the other way too. It should work too. But um, that would actually be there. And you can actually see under the video section, all the different uh, trailers, I call them, or promo videos of the girls. Yes, it so. gives you a chance to actually see the girls more than just a still photo. You're able to actually get a little bit of a connection going, a sense of their personality, their interests. A lot of the times the girls get very creative with those videos and yeah. do all sorts of different things. Like, what, <laughs> what kind of moments stick out for you that you've kind of recorded? Um, well, I mean, I filmed two music videos uh, yes! for Ava Carter and Buddy Ranch. Oh my gosh, those um, were incredible! So yeah. over the top. The Wonderland one, especially, is actually, it was filmed literally favorite. right where we're sitting, mm-hmm. um, just the opposite direction because the cameras were all here, and it was filmed that direction with a bunch of the different backdrops you see hidden in the background, and that was right before um, all the different changes with the former strip club of mm-hmm. how it all changed out. So. That's so exciting. Gosh. And it sounds like creativity is something that you're incredibly passionate about. Did you have a background with videography or photos before this? Yeah, I've done photography uh, ever since I was little. Honestly, my grandparents gave me this like really old Nikon film camera when I was in high school. Yeah, I love Um, film cameras. They're they're just so classic. There's something about them that just... Mm. Oh, I know it, it does. It's always about that like real feel when you hear, when you actually push it and you feel that real click, like mm. when it's actually hitting, doing all that DSLRs do a really good job. I mean, I have right now we're on a Sony DSLR, a uh, mirrorless, so it doesn't have that like really kick to it when you're pushing a button, but it's still like it, the you quality, get a satisfying the quality is ridiculous. Click. So it doesn't matter. Right. Um, but I mean, I, I've done that for years, like high school. I did yearbook I did um actually video yearbook we started that as well during that time um and then I started out as a film major at UNLV originally for two years before switching to UNR Mm -hmm. and then so you really have like the background and experience and it's kind of like you just fell down the bunny hole and here you are kind of yeah I mean I I I have a actual associates of fine arts in theater and photography and then I have a bachelor's in criminal justice with psychological profiling. Which is <laughs> utterly fascinating, by yeah, the way. Different. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Like, what got you into that particular field? Um, I wanted to kind of, like, study serial killers and actually get into the mentality of that and hunt them, essentially, and stop them Ooh. from doing that. Um, and as I got through all the different studies and when I finally finished my degree, I was like, you know... I want to hold off on that. You know, maybe I'll just do regular police work. And that was also during the time of like the Ferguson riots. Mm, So I was like, maybe I don't want to do police work. And I was working retail. Um, I worked at an electronics company for 12 Mm -hmm. years. Um, I won't tell you what one, but there's only a few. Uh, And I was miserable 
every single day at that company. Like you go in and you're just always stressed. You know, you're going to walk in and someone's going to scream at you at that service counter. Ah, You know how many Christmases I've ruined because they broke something or I didn't let them return it six months out of policy or. Oh gee. It's almost like you had to follow a corporate policy or something. But Anyway, though, it sounds like he went from an environment that was kind of toxic and crazy to coming into this world, which is just ridiculously fun, creative. Like, what was that first day like for you coming into this space? Did you have any apprehensions, any thoughts about what it might be like? Oh, I was, uh, I honestly, I really didn't know what to expect Mm -hmm. because I came in here and I'm like, okay, you know. I'm really scared. I left a like I when I was working for the hotel. It's like I left a job that it was kind of fun. It was working in my degree at least mm-hmm. to a job that I have no idea what's going to go on. I'm like I just every some, day is different. Some crazy eccentric millionaire told me to come here, right? Um, who actually is an amazing person, by the way. But he is though. But like calling him the eccentric millionaire, like that is like one of the most apt descriptions <laughs> of Dennis I can possibly think of. Like oh no, I, I love that man. He's Simply anything he did. I mean, if you haven't read his book, um, The Art of the Pimp, definitely read it. It's it is phenomenal. <laughs> I know. Some I, I didn't read it until I started. Like, and I actually read it the first week, and I'm like, <sighs> okay, I see where you're coming from. And then it explains so much of his passion, his heart, yeah. what he was thinking, where he came from. It, it's really interesting. Like the title sometimes puts people up, like, oh, The Art of the Pimp. I don't know about that, but like when you read it, he really redefines the concept in a way that's so. Amazing. Yeah, but I mean, even that first week, though, I mean, I was scared of, like, everything. I mean, I looked around. I mean, I got lost so many times, especially uh, Sagebrush is such a huge, like, physical property. And Bunny is, is too. (laughs) So I'd walk out one door, and I'm like, I have no idea where I'm at at Bunny. And I'm, like, looking around. I'm like, okay. And I had to walk all the way around the building to the front, to the gates, and then walk, I mean, inside the gates already. So walk all the way back to the front door, come back in. The cashiers laughed at me every single time. The door people laughed at me every time. It's cool. I would come in all the time. I'm like, I'm lost. That was me too, though. Like, I started here at the Sagebrush, and I remember my very first day, I was, like, terrified of everything and everyone. I know, me, shy, believe it. But um, I remember not remembering where my room was and just, like, wandering up and down the hallways, like, I don't know where I'm going. Oh. Yeah, and I mean, uh, this position evolved so differently, too, because, I mean, I started just doing the videos and then once in a while helping our former communications director, and then all of a sudden that person left, so then it all came, felling it, fell into my cell. Mm-hmm. You know, and then all of a sudden social media started falling this way, so when I first thing I did as soon as I took over that was I opened up every floodgate on social media. I said, we're not going to advertise one lady on Twitter or Instagram. Well, it was only Twitter mainly that point. We're going to open up and do every single lady. If you, if you tag us at bunny ranch and you're one of our working girls and I have a lineup list, I'm going to retweet you. I'm going to find a way to market you. And then we focused like all the videos. I focus on finding a way to actually see them as actually what like the beauty inside of them. Some of them don't even know that. And you look at that. I've helped people that, you would have never guessed worked at a brothel. Actually, if you watch any of these videos, you would 99% no of them idea. you will not know. Because I designed all. it all like model shoots. So everything is 
more pristine and classy, not trashy, which is what Suzette always likes. Yes, it's beautiful. And again, it really speaks as to the level of class that the ladies have here. And it's not the stereotype that people have of sex workers this space because it's legal because it's regulated because we have people like you to help really liven the picture up it's something really unique unto itself the places too really evolve year after year we grow with the times for example we are now on instagram as well which is a new emerging platform whereas 10 years ago we would have been like instagram what's that yeah exactly i mean instagram wasn't even a thing I mean, 10 years ago, everything you see is like Instagram, um, bunny ranch network even actually is something I created because mm-hmm. weird enough. It was something, one of the last things Dennis told me before he passed, like Aww. weeks before he was like, I want you to parody Fox news. And he's like, yes. we're going to do Fox nudes. And I'm like, that's dumb. And that was like literally answer in the middle of the meeting. And he just looks <laughs> at me, he's like, fine. And he just like, and he forgot all about it anyways. And then later on, after it, it happened, I was like, you know what? I'm going to create a logo. And then that first Bunny Ranch Network logo, where it's literally a ripoff of the Fox News logo, um, which, which you still hysterical. see the little humping bunnies with their lights, spotlights on them. Mm-hmm. That's still one of the original logos. And then I oh, put I Dennis into the logo. Mm. So that way it actually brings us all back there because he is like our Walt Disney. He, he founded is. it and he is at, like he literally is here every single day with us. Um, um, both literally in yelling at us and <laughs> maybe in ghostly form. Yeah. yeah. I don't Happy know. Halloween. Like <laughs> fun fact, my pony now has diabetes and foot issues. Ugh. And I'm like, is Dennis Hoff hunting my pony? Maybe. I mean, he, he probably shared the treats. He probably, it's like, I'll eat half, give you the other half. And he did that all the time, by the way. Oh my uh, God. That <laughs> was one of the things he would do. I forgot about that. Where he at would the get all the time. Like, share it. With you. I'm still going to enjoy it, but like you're eating this too. Yep. Yeah. The fried, uh, the fried cheesecake over at the restaurant when we used to have our oh, restaurant, he, yes. uh, he'd order oh. it. I remember one of the times he ordered one for me and he said, I'm going to eat half. And then he ordered another and told me I'm going to eat half. And then I'm like, okay, well, why didn't you just order the whole one? I can't eat that. And I'm like, okay, you know, well, okay. You know, you just ate a whole one. He's like, no, no, no. And then done. like his exact words, he goes, do not tell Suzette. And like, cause we're all in this meet, we're in a business meeting and it's, um, Suzette was down here cause she's getting ready for tea parties. And he just looks over at us and dead serious in his face. Don't tell Suzette. And we all look at him and all of us at the table. Cause we had uh, a couple reporters with us and then myself and the graphics manager at the time. And we just look over and we're like, and his, it, I mean, it was a dead serious face. Like, Oh man, you're going to be in trouble if you tell her. Mm-hmm. That's uh, going fine. Mommy's going to get out. I know. Now he's probably like yelling at me right now. He's probably um, like, no, she's going to know about yeah, it. Because she's going to hear this after this premieres. And she's going to crack <laughs> up and be like, oh my God, Dennis. And you know that's exactly what her reaction yeah. is going to be, too. I, I oh, mean, with this, uh, with this job, too, I've gotten a lot of uh, freedoms to create a lot of the different content you do see here, uh, which is something what Dennis started. And then also Suzette's just pretty much giving me like. Uh, pretty much like a key to the kingdom essentially and just Mm -hmm. allowing me to go out there and she trusts me a lot to do this, to create all this different content, different media and to bring us into like a real um, community as far as like finding ways to actually 
be yes, better as yes. a company. And there's so, so many new and different avenues for people to start to interact with us. There's our message board, bunnyranch.com backslash forum. We've got this podcast as well as the YouTube channel that's associated with it where folks are able to jump into the comments and ask questions that can show up on future episodes. We've got the ladies all yep. on Twitter and Instagram as well as the ranch profiles on Twitter and Instagram. It's just really created this unique space for education, awareness, and just so, 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 so much fun. Well, yeah, I mean, it's youtube.com slash bunny ranch network, all spelled out. Um, that's actually the YouTube side. And mainly it just houses these podcasts, a few different special content that we have here. Mm-hmm, like, like the music yep, videos. Music videos, the s'mores videos. Um, and also it reposts the actual live talk shows, livestream.com slash bunny ranch that is produced by Kite Kawasaki. Mm-hmm. Um, you Another, have those four shows that are One of the ladies here. Yep. It's, it's really interesting, too, that as things have evolved within the company, you're really seeing a lot of the ladies kind of starting to create and craft their own things, like Kite putting together the live stream show. She creates it. She produces it. She helps come up with the concepts for each episode. You jumped in with this podcast here and just helped create this gorgeous project that has just been so much fun, and it's really just been a kind of a breath of fresh air coming into this new era of the Bunny Ranch, really. Yeah. and a lot of it, I mean... It's not like this is also why Dennis loved it, too, because I don't come around saying I need money. I need this to order this. I find different ways to use all the resources we have because we have a ridiculous amount of resources as a company. Can we talk about? All right, let's do it. (laughs) Let's talk about the Bunny Ranch treasure trove. What things have you found in the Bunny Ranch storage units? (laughs) I mean, I've been through a lot of the different like hidden rooms, which are basically just old closets essentially here. Um, there's a giant uh, neon Krispy Kreme sign that we have in one of them. Why? I, I asked Dennis once when I first found it, and he just laughed and changed the subject. So I, okay. I didn't really know. Um, so he'll hold it to He the just grave. thought of maybe he liked Krispy Kreme. I don't know. I don't know, but that's um, hysterical. Yeah, it was kind of funny that way. And uh, we have multiple limos, like the, the original Bunny Ranch white limo mm-hmm. and the black limo. Um, we've got the old, uh, the British taxi. Yep. Um, that thing's gorgeous. Yeah. We have a bunch of different things. Like honestly, anything you think of anything bunny ranch has done over the years is technically in those storages. Cause they keep like there. Dennis was a pack rat. So he kept everything, even if broken, kept it because mm-hmm. one day it could be fixed, which actually was a good thing he did. Cause a lot of the equipment pieces of that equipment was used to refurbish some of the newer equipment that did break right away when we bought it or months after we bought it. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of light stands, speaker stands. Um, actually these mic stands are probably like 10 years old. Who knows? Um, <laughs> it's a legacy though. It's, yeah. it's all about recycling. We are saving the planet through reusing old bunny ranch tech equipment. Yep. Okay. So I know one of the projects you've been working on is also going through all of the stuff for the online merch, going through some of the big storehouses, what has that kind of been like for you? Um, actually, one of the funniest things that I can think of for this is actually, I, I kid you not, um, working in adult entertainment is kind of hilarious. It is, though. Um, I mean, let's be real. It's an awesome and funny industry. You need to have a sense of humor to be uh, here. Oh, yeah. No, I, I, I and it's not going to lie. Every day I get shocked by something, like not literally physically shocked, but. You're like, um, oh my God, that's actually a thing. <laughs> you mean that there's like a drill that is a dildo on the end and people yeah. use that? I've seen it. <laughs> yes. Never used it. Uh, no, I, I've never used like 99% of these sex toys ever. 
Uh, but what I did find, though, I mean, I was going through the boxes of clothes because uh, it was a complete disaster when we were going through oh, in this one closet. It was. And Phil, our uh, one of the former employees, he was down the hall. He was grabbing other boxes and fixing things and sorting clothes and folding. And I let out the largest like scream. Uh, he thought like literally, and it wasn't a female scream by any means. Um, that one's only reserved for spiders. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I'm scared of those. Well, that's okay. Uh, like, we've got the agreement. I'll come kill your spiders. You come deal with my wasps. Yep, like we you got go. this. Um, but with that being said though, I mean, I moved one box and this giant box just flew down and everything came flying out of this box and it was just filled with literally dildos. Uh, <laughs> now some of those were, I mean, they were all brand new. Don't you run. They were all brand new. But you literally um, were assaulted by a box of dicks. I, I was. I mean, it's like the, one of those jokes where you're sitting there and I, I really, one of these days I'll make this video too, where you're sitting there talking, you have a nonchalant conversation. All of a sudden all these dildos just fall out of the ceiling out of like a, like a top shelf or like the yes. vents and you just continue that's, to talk. That's the best. Um, that's literally how our days go here sometimes. But I mean, it, Phil comes running down the hall and he's like, what's going on? Like, you know, Captain save ho Um, <laughs> sorry. Um, it's true though. Yeah. I mean, he was like Superman sometimes he, he comes was. flying in and he comes, he looks like what's going on. I'm like, I literally just attacked and completely, utterly beat up by a giant box of dildos. And I'm saying this while lying on the ground in the middle of this giant piles of all these other boxes. And Phil looks at me. He's like, I can't believe you right now. And I'm like, weird enough. This is probably not the weirdest thing you're going to see this week. And he's like, Nope. And he just walks away. And I'm like, he just like abandoned you there drowning in dildos. And you're like, help. I'm getting assaulted. (laughs) Yeah. It it has its moments. Sometimes we just sit there and laugh. And I mean, you have to laugh and have to have a great sense of humor for this thing. Really? I mean, every single day is a new adventure, a new experience. You learn something different. And I kind of feel like, Every time you learn something in this industry, you kind of go on this journey of self-discovery because it's like it makes you reconsider your thoughts and opinions on things like, huh, what else am I comfortable with? Huh. I never considered that before. Yeah. I mean, it's it's truly, truly amazing. A lot of times when you actually are here and you're seeing all the different people here and hearing some of the stories like some of the girls over time when they come out of uh, into the parlor and they just finished like a party like an hour before and they just shower and they come out. Let me tell you about this guy's dick. And we're like, <laughs> what? It was this big. And I'm like, no, no. And you have and another girl like, who no, came no, out no, and then another girl comes out who was in the same party and they're like, yeah, it was, that's a real story. I mean, I don't think it was that big, but I it mean, pretty, pretty damn big. It's a thing. Um, <laughs> I was going to say where it's like, all right, you guys, I totally just got to give somebody a pony ride. Yeah. Like a saddle and a bridle and a bit and like pony ears. Like they came prepared. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I've seen some pretty interesting stuff. So that's why. I, and I hear a lot of interesting things. I mean, I you never know. Maybe I'll have a whole segment where I just talk about the random things I hear all day. No, seriously, um, <laughs> that would be hysterical. Like things heard at the bunny ranch. It's um that's actually been one of the message board threads is a lot of guests will share different funny stories completely out of context. And yeah. God, it's just so 
much fun. It's one of those places that you can't help but laugh when you're in this space surrounded by that energy with all these different people and characters. And it's got to be such a more positive work environment compared to, well, going to work at a tech company and getting screamed at all day. Now instead you get challenged to like dildo battles with sex workers. Actually, yeah. I mean, (laughs) we have had those uh, battles. I mean, (laughs) they were all brand new. Don't worry. Um, (laughs) I mean, there's, there's been times where there's like craziness going on and, you know, last year doing all the elections and all that. Yeah. A lot of that was crazy, but you know, nothing was to the point where it's like, okay, I really don't like this. I mean, it gets to where your stress level goes up and you're like, okay, you know, and then five minutes later, something else is, some other thing is going crazy. And then you're like, okay, it's time to do this. And then you still have everything on top of what you're normally doing. And it's actually fun because you're like, oh, well, you know, I'm going to go shoot a video today. How many people can actually like say, you know, yeah, I went to film school for a couple of years, didn't finish that, but I literally do make films and productions, television shows, things like that. I mean, they may not be on like, you know, the major networks, but we have a real network. No, no, no. But I mean, we're not on a major network, but we have our own network. Mm -hmm. You know, all these things add up and add to this, you know, huge entertainment company that we have. It's larger than life. Because we're the bunny ranch. We are all bunny. Like every one of us. We are the Borg. We are bunny ranch. Yeah. Yeah. I need a little flag that pops down like, We'll continue the joke from uh, last week's episode. We are the collective, you know. Oh, yeah. (laughs) The collectives. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I was dying of laughter there in that. Yes. Um, yes. I mean, but, you know, you have to have that different thing. And then also, I mean, I have different views on, like, how everything looks. And because, I mean, I have my whole creative side. And also, I I mean, I'm not going to try to sleep with anyone here. So it makes it even easier for me. Yeah, a little bit. little bit. Just saying. It gives you that perspective where you're able to come in and be so nuanced with the creativity and so respectful at the same time, too. Like, that's one of the things that oftentimes people question. How do men work within this space? How do they differentiate? Is that a challenge? And not really. It's just about respect for yourself, respect for your coworkers, like any other professional environment. Yeah, I mean, you know, I... There are plenty of times I'll sit at the bar and, or, well, which is our parlors. I'm not actually drinking at any bar. We don't drink here. Um, not staff, at least we can't. And I nope. really wouldn't because I don't like drinking anywhere I work because I'll weird. go out and do something like, else. I work here. But, the ladies can sit and have a drink, but like I'm four foot eight. I'm kind of tiny. There is no alcohol tolerance. True. So that's not much of a, a thing that I'm a huge fan of. And you don't really need alcohol oh, to yeah. have fun in this. And place. I mean, I, and I have a lot of fun because I mean, I'll sit there and I can hear all these like crazy stories and, or like one of them be like, Oh yeah, that guy has a cute butt. I'm like, it's actually pretty cute, but I mean, you can see the outline and they, they don't know how far I'll keep going. Cause I'll, I really don't have a lot of limits on a lot of things. I'll like keep going, have fun with this. Yes. Um, yes. cause I mean, I, yeah, I check out guys. I'm not worried about that. Um, but I mean, it's all about having that fun and like, it's really hard to like really embarrass me. I've only had a few like ladies who can really like, like actually shock me sometimes when I'm sitting mm-hmm. there. Like when they do something really crazy, See, I'm like, okay, and then I'll get red. And there's only a few people that the do next that. live stream game. <laughs> Can we make James blush? That's that's what we should do. When it uh, bring weeks. in a bunch of cute guys and we'll figure it out. Yes, um, I'm also OK <laughs> but, with this. Yeah, we will figure it up. We'll share it. We'll make it work. But oh, my gosh, everyone. Thank you so much, <laughs> as always, for joining us for another ridiculous, funny episode <laughs> 
Seriously, James, thank you so much yeah, for course. everything that you do, helping to create and edit this awesome show. Like, so if you all appreciate him, please thank him. He's awesome. He's amazing. Yeah. Where can people find you on the internet if they want to kind of see what your world is like? Yeah, I mean, um, the lower thirds will some more be around here. Uh <laughs> Cause I edit it. So you probably do. Be right under my you hand. Do. It is like right um, there. Literally it'll be, uh, on Twitter. You can find me James underscore extreme, but it's spelled with X T R E M E or else, um, on Instagram it's X T R E M E P U F I N D A I L extreme Puffendale. It's a gamer tag that I used to have That's with this awesome. huge community I used to be with. And then, or you can just email me James at bunny ranch.com. Um, yeah. Cause I'm, I mean, like I said, we're all bunnies. Yes. So. Well, you can't book him for a party. No, 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 no. You cannot can. book me for parties. No, 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 no. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, you know, we don't we don't have that side. Everyone, start flirting so. with him over email. Make him super uncomfortable. Do do that on Twitter. Um, actually, I mean, email. <laughs> if you're gonna do that on email, I mean, James at BunnyRanch.com. That'll be really funny. I. And honestly, if you do that on Twitter or Instagram, I do actually print out a lot of like the crazy things that I see on like Facebook comments and things like that. And I have them hung up in different, in another office next to me just because of like the, the weird things people come up with and put on our Facebooks and our Twitters. So I start printing a bunch of things because I'm like, is this real question right now? So really, I mean, if you really want to try and make me blush, um, or if you're like really cute, uh, (laughs) Uh, hit me up on the social media the email. I mean, you can ask me a bunch of questions. I'm pretty open. I'll even tell you like what I do normally during the day. You yes. know, it's, it's really not, I mean, it sounds crazy and exciting and it, I mean, it, well, it actually, it is kind of crazy and exciting, but it's crazy. And exciting. you know, Don't Alice, how do they, how do they get you a hold of you? Cause oh. you know, this is not just about me. This is about sex workers here, right? Oh, yeah. You can actually totally email me to do the thing with the thing. Yeah. You um, can actually have sex with her though. Yeah. That's the thing. So my email is Alice little at bunny Feel free to reach out to me. I'm more than happy to answer your questions as well as actually hook up with you here at the ranch. But yes, if you enjoyed this episode, please give it a nice little rating. Leave some fun comments. Let us know you appreciate everything that he does. And we will see you all next week for another fun-filled episode. Bye. Bye. Yeah, that was the best.